It took 219 years. But when Morpheus told Neo of how the machines were using humans as their batteries, one of the greatest intellectual battles in the history of science finally concluded, and in a way that none of the participants would have expected. I'm Samuel Hansen, and this is Science Sparring Society. Oh, and just to warn you, many frogs died to bring you this information. So, the year is 1780, and Luigi Galvani has a bunch of dissected frogs. He also has an assistant, who has just uncovered one of the nerves that connects to the legs. And then, the story goes, at the same moment that the assistant's metal scalpel touches the nerve, Galvani observes a spark and sees the leg of the frog kick. This observation of electricity being the motive force behind muscle contraction began a series of experiments with many other frogs through which Galvani built his theory of animal electricity. While Galvani was not the first person to make the claim that animals produce electricity, he was the first person to conduct a truly thorough set of experiments on the topic. He spent over a decade on this path, and once he was ready to publish, he had found that when you attach a metal to a muscle and a metal to the nerve and then connect the metals together, that the muscles would undergo contractions. This, he believes, showed that there was electricity inherent in animals. He did everything he could to make sure that the experiments would stand up to scrutiny, submerging the frogs in water to rule out electricity in the atmosphere, and using glass to get rid of any that could have come from friction. He used two different plates of metal, one each for nerve and muscle, to make sure that the contraction was not being influenced mechanically. All of this was supposed to make his work bulletproof. It did not succeed. Galvani's work drew responses, and a lot of them. Vasali, Aldini, Caldani, Gren, Wells, Ashman, Rowe, Real, Humboldt. That's just a small smattering of the list of people who became involved in the debate that followed. The loudest voice that entered the ring, though, was that of Alessandro Volta, a physicist, who was known to specialize in electricity. Volta started out by confirming Galvani's experiments and agreeing with the conclusion that the impetus behind the contractions was electrical. It was about there, though, that the agreement ended. As while Volta agreed that it was electrical, he did not believe that the electricity was inherent in the animal. His argument was the electricity was actually coming from the metals, and that the frog's leg was simply an incredibly sensitive electroscope.
What followed was eight years of back-and-forth experimentation that included, but was in no way limited to, showing that non-homogeneous single metals could create electrical charge, that even if you just use mercury you could still get contractions, circuits made up of only parts of the frog. And during which, those for animal electricity did everything they could to show that Galvani was correct, and Volta as well as his supporters, did everything they could to show just how wrong Galvani was. The battle never did get dirty, as Galvani and Volta were actually friends, and they truly were in this for the science. It was in 1800 that the whole battle came to a head, when Volta presented his pile. The pile was a stack of silver and zinc that was separated by pasteboard soaked in salt water, and it produced sparks. The creation of this pile, which was the forerunner of our batteries, was seen as the winning blow for Volta's theory by many of the scientists at the time. That is not to say that proponents of animal electricity disappeared, and in fact, 40 years later, two scientists, Matucci and Debois Raymond laid out the foundation for modern bioelectrical study. In the end, Galvani and Volta were both wrong. Galvani's experiments were just not up to snuff when it came to trying to prove animal electricity, and Volta's denial of inherent electricity in animals was misguided. But they were both right. Without Galvani's experiments, animal electricity would not even have been an avenue of study that Matucci and Desbois Raymond could have considered. And without Volta's pile, you wouldn't even be able to be listening to me right now. While they may not have agreed in life, it is nice to know that 219 years later, their two theories truly came together and allowed a bunch of human-dominating machines to keep themselves in the power that they needed to continue to rule the Earth. <laughs>